Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. What's up, Maurice? How you doing? Pretty good. How you been? I'm great. <laughs> what you been up to? Um, enjoying the summer, enjoying summer-like things while socially distancing and keeping a mask. Um, mm. Okay. <laughs> what did I do? What did I do? Friday just had date night. Saturday went to the beach with my girlfriends and my and my and my boyfriend. Well, not my boyfriend. My boyfriend had work, but my friends <laughs> just went okay. to the beach with friends. Okay. <laughs> um, and every time I go to the beach, you know, I just love to sunbake. And I love to drink lots of alcohol, and I always forget to drink water, so you know how that goes. Gotta hydrate. But it was a fun. We were able to, you know, like be on the beach. There was probably not people for like, you know, 50 feet at least on either side. Play our mm-hmm. music, see the ocean, hear the waves. It felt like summer for like the first time this year. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then Sunday night, I was out in the country um, with my boyfriend, and we went to this really, really beautiful dinner um, at his colleague's house. And they're like, um, uh, what? Nothing. <laughs> you shady. But we had a beautiful farm-to-table meal, like, in this, like, rolling hills and valleys under this big oak tree. It was absolutely gorgeous. With all the food was, like to die for amazing like freshly killed lamb tastes so yummy mm, okay <laughs> how was your weekend uh, my weekend was good um we are back to our regularly scheduled recordings because last week i was actually in um, puerto rico for about a week mm. um mm. so but it was I mean, it was weird traveling like around uh, at a time like this, but I mean, we went for very valid reasons. Uh, We went for um, some business stuff and then family stuff. My brother, my little brother is down there. He has family, so I have family down there. Um, And then, you know, just you're in Puerto Rico, go to the beach. It's a little vacay. It is an island. Yeah, yeah. But we actually, we went at like the perfect time because like they had shut down, you know, when everything kind of started and then they reopened like the day before we got there, like a couple of days before we oh, got wow. there. So, I mean, not like total reopening, like you still had to wear your mask everywhere. Um, restaurants had limited capacity, but like all the tourist stuff was closed. So you couldn't even like go um, like in the park or the rainforest. So you could pretty much only go to the beach. But um, so we got back on Wednesday and then on Thursday morning, my little brother uh, texts me. He's like, oh, you left at the perfect time because they're shutting everything down again, like today. And so, so now you can't even like go to the beach. Um, restaurants are closed. I think they have like a capacity or whatever. But um, you can't, they have a curfew and you can't buy alcohol after 7 p.m. What? So, well, yeah. Yeah. Like... So we left at like the perfect time because I wouldn't be having that. Mm-mm. Yeah, but other than that, it was um, it was a good trip. You know, good to see family and you know be kind of away, but like not away. It was like I think it was the best vacation that you can get right now. Is like going to Puerto Rico because it is a domestic flight. So, right. Yeah. Did you have your Naomi Campbell hazmat suit? 
I did. Like I was masked up, like goggles. I was not playing. <laughs> goggles? Playing. Yes. <laughs> they do say you can get the run up to your eyeball. Well, you get a lot of stuff through there, but that is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I'm back and Good. Um, back in the city. It's hot. It's hotter here than it was down there. Real, yeah, it's been gross here, like yeah. oppressively hot. Yeah. So what are you drinking this week to cool off? <laughs> so in honor of my trip to Puerto Rico and my uh, my little brother, he gave me this recipe. So it is um, a strawberry mojito. So mm-hmm. so if you have never been to Puerto Rico, but you love rum, Bacardi rum, like the main factory is like there in San Juan. They also have a new one. It's called Don Q which mm. I don't know exactly where it is, but um, it's, it's in Puerto Rico also. And, um, but yeah, he gave me this recipe. It is Bacardi um, dragonberry, and then some mint, lime, strawberries, a little simple syrup, and it's really good. Nice, nice. Yeah. I had a, I was simple this week. I was just doing a lot of running around this weekend. So I'm having some leftover summer shandies from the beach. Oh, girl. A nice honey <laughs> ale, lemon beer. No thanks. It's like summer. No thanks. All right, well, let's get into the category for the <laughs> week. It is time for category is. You want to start off? Sure. So, first on the list, um, like I said, it's hot here in Philly, and they have been canceling everything. Like, they put out a. Um, press release or whatever saying that they are canceling all major events from now until february uh 2021 so like thanks the thanksgiving parade is done the christmas parade is done they have what is it the mummers parade mummers parade yeah for around new year's i think but they need to cancel that anyway yeah because it's racist as hell (laughs) yeah the mummers yeah. But the Broad Street Run was rescheduled for October 4th, and they sent me an email, I think on Friday, ooh, the beer, excuse me, saying that um, they're going to mail you your t-shirt and your medal and your bid, and you can do a virtual one at home in your neighborhood. And, you know, and then they were like, but you can't get a refund because they don't have yeah. money to refund. I was like, but how? Because not, yeah. you don't have to pay for all the overhead to run this race. So where's the money going to? If you got the registration fees, run me my money. But they're like, oh, but then <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, well, also, but, the, but you get the t-shirts anyway. You get the medal anyway. You don't have to do road closures. You don't have to staff people. You don't have to have EMTs now. So where's the money going? But they, they also did say at the bottom, they're like, oh, we are donating to these like five organizations. Oh, fuck that. I was like, uh-uh, you could donate back to my checking account. How about that? A bank account. Exactly. <laughs> run me my money, because I can't go on this run. Thank you. <laughs> With it's a, y'all. It's ridiculous. You got to pay $65 to run anyway. Yeah. But then it's like, so y'all just spend all the money? Like, don't give the donation, because people aren't don't care about that. They want their money back. Like, don't send me that T-shirt. Don't send me them corny-ass medals. Like, no. <laughs> where is the, you know, where's the money? experience? Because even, I mean, running it, it's nice running it with all the people and getting that feel. That's what you're paying for. Running it in, in your neighborhood is not the same. You're not going to do it because you don't have basically the real experience. So just yeah. cancel it. Run me my money. Like, and also, I get that they're, like, they're, you know, in the 
Independent Blue Cross sponsors it, they're a major corporation. Are they going to write this off as a charitable donation and to get that tax deduction? Because I know I can't claim it on my taxes now as a as a charitable donation. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of scammer shit that's happening during the COVID. People out here getting PPP loans and don't need them and ain't using them. But child, it's just the, the world's upside down. Yeah, it's a mess. And um, yeah, I don't even know what to say because I would not be out there running anyway. But y'all need to give them people <laughs> their money back <laughs> real fast. Yes, it's raggedy. Yeah. Raggedy. Speaking of raggedy and something that might need to be canceled. <laughs> so um, I like this show. You don't like it. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> accurate. That, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, if I when I become famous, if I go on any show, I'm going to go on Celebrity Jeopardy and Dancing with the Stars. Those are my two shows I'm going to go on. But, because, you know, it's like you can see the progression. Like, Little Kim did, like, amazing on that show. Uh, Mel B should have won that year. Like, it's an amazing show. And then when you see, like, the progression of, like, the people and their dance ability, it's an amazing show. I think it's good. I mean, it's, I like the show. It's entertaining. I just always had a problem with the title because it's like, where are the stars? Well, they use the term, you know, very loosely. Very, very loosely. loosely. I mean, they should be saying, you know, dancing with, you know, celebrity adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Girl. <laughs> but, I mean, they doing something. Because I think in the beginning, it was, they had bigger, bigger names, but then now it's just kind of like, they always have a bachelor contestant, a bachelorette contestant, or like some YouTube celebrity, or they had a TikTok mm. or Snapchat star one time. I was like, girl, y'all are reaching. Reaching. But um, anyway, so back to the category. They announced on like one day that Tom Bergeron and um, Aaron Andrews, who were like the host for like the longest time, um, mm. they announced that they weren't coming back because the show was going in like a, a new creative direction. Okay. And then, which was like, okay, you know, change it up for like season 29. But then um, like the next day, they announced that Tyra Banks of America's Next Top Model fame, supermodel, Sports Illustrated cover star is going to be the new host and executive producer. I was like, <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, get you Interesting. But two of them Disney checks. Didn't she take over for America's Got Talent from Nick Cannon at one point when the show was like on its decline? Yeah, she did for like maybe what two seasons? I think it was two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, he about to be unemployed because he's making all them anti-Semitic comments. Yeah, I have uh, heard. Yeah, so he was supposed to get his own talk show too, but they pushed it back to um, twenty twenty one. So Viacom, was it Viacom? Whoever owns Nickelodeon and Wild and Out, they dropped him. But Viacom, whoever's yeah. doing his whoever's doing his talk show said that he can. Uh, they'll just push the show back until everything kind of dies down. But Uh-oh. I mean, I'm he excited. Some other jump off pregnant, and then he with some other model chick. If he's just, if he's still wearing these turbans, he just confuses yeah. me. Well, I mean, he had the little boy, I don't know who the baby mama is, but he got a weird name, like Saigon or something. Oh, God. And, um, yeah, but, I mean, he's doing the best he can with what he got. 
It does more than most. So hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we'll see what Tyra brings on this show. Mm, let's hope that she brings it like she did um, on na 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 na. Top model. Mm. Wanna be on top? Still a great show. You know I still watch that shit on reruns. The, the early seasons are good. But... Oh yeah, like season seasons like one to like five, or my like season six. Maybe, maybe six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then mm-hmm. after that, no. Yeah. All right. Well, there's also been some drama over the... Was it, this weekend or last week? I think it was this past weekend. It was over, the, yeah. So, um, one of our fave lady rappers, Meg Thee Stallion, was shot. And now we need to find out who shot Meg. But it's shot like Meg. We, we know who shot Meg. Well, so, the rundown is that she was at some kind of party or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It didn't seem like they were socially distant. Kylie Jenner was there. Oh, you ain't know that? No. You know, it's always shit go down when you got a car Jenner in the house. It's always some shit. Yeah, but they would have had the bomb security though. Right. Yeah. But anyway, she was at some party, and then some something happened. And at first they said she was just rushed to the hospital, and then it came out that she got shot like mm-hmm. multiple times. Right. There was like four gunshots I heard. Wow. Yeah, but she was shot in the foot by somebody named Tory Lanez. I can't keep up with the kids. I don't know who a Tory Lanez is. All I know is that he's really short because they are coming for him in the means. But allegedly they were dating. They had been secretly dating for like eight months. And I guess they had gotten to a, well, you know, domestic dispute. And he decided to shoot her as she was leaving the premises. But how is she in somebody the, in a foot? In the pinky toe, that? like Delarisa. <laughs> <laughs> On that movie. What was that movie? Oh my God, I'm blanking. Harlem Knight <laughs> with Eddie oh, Murphy no. and, oh. um, and Richard Pryor. And she was like, she would be in the pinky toe. I don't remember that. Girl, bye. And she was like, are you in charge of the girls? I am in charge of the girls. You don't remember that? I remember it vaguely. She's wearing like a uh, blue dress. No, it was like gold or burgundy or something. I remember it vaguely, vaguely. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, he should have shot Megan in the kneecaps. Ooh, but she probably got him in shot. <laughs> All the knees are short, but they're going to be shot in a good five years because I don't know how she does uh, that. Wow. It's insane. They could have scammed some insurance money up real quick. True. That is true. Mm-hmm. Well, we're wishing her a speedy recovery. You know, I don't know if she's going to be able to keep, you know, twerking in these heels and such. She's going to have to keep on, you know, a nice little boot. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the stability boot. You know, make it fashion. But that's yeah. it. You know? Be like Felicia Rashad, Claire Huxtable, when she broke her toe and they had to do that <laughs> dance performance and she had that... <laughs> That boot on, and he got her old nasty cane. That's what she needs to do. That's what she needs. Yeah, she ought to just play it up. You know, yeah. give her boot to match her mask. Yeah, get real cute. Just lean yeah. into it all the way. Basically. Mm-mm-mm. So guys, uh, so going from many people's rap fave to your fave of all time. 
yes. So my girl, um, Mariah Carey, finally announced that she is releasing her memoirs, which um, it had been like rumored that she was writing her autobiography or write, or there was a biography that was coming out about her. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so she wrote this letter on Instagram, posted it and said that, you know, this was, it took a while to come out. And, you know, she used a lot of words in that Instagram post. And I was like, yes, let me get my thesaurus. Because really? she, you didn't, you didn't notice like the alliteration and like the. I, I didn't read the co- the caption. So I just looked at the picture and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm care for the picture or the title of the book. Oh, no, no. I mean the, she, you didn't see the letter that she. Oh, she posted a letter as the image. Yeah. No, I didn't, no, I didn't yeah, see yeah. that. So she posted a teaser and it was like this letter and it was in that classic Mariah Carey font that, um, that she uses for all her albums. And it was, you know, kind of like explaining like the journey of the, the book coming out. And it kind of was a teaser because you can kind of see like the cover of the book. Like oh, underneath. See. Yeah. And so she used like all the words in that. And I was like, yes, honey. Because she teaches you a lot yeah, of words. Debacles. <laughs> but yeah, so the book is coming out in September. You can pre-order it now. It's called yeah. the meaning. It's called the meaning of Mariah, and it has um, Michaela Angela Davis is actually she did, um, she did the forward. The she did something. She's on the her name's on the cover. I was supposed with Michaela Angela Davis. Yeah, oh. so maybe it's like an interview. Like um, the ladies unite. <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, I'm excited. Like I think it's gonna give us a lot of a lot of insight into like some of the behind the scenes stuff, like about her childhood, about her sister. Because mm-hmm. her sister, yeah, um, her brother. I don't think she talks to anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom was actually sitting behind me when I went to her Christmas show one time. Mariah's Christmas Yeah, and um, she had the twins with her, so it was cute. And then, um, but yeah, I just think, oh, I think it's gonna give a good insight because the thing that musicians do is that they- (laughs) Hold on, oh my gosh, got it. (laughs) Just mute your line. Calling Maurice, but let me see if I can mute you. Can I mute you? Okay. So musicians. Okay, I I I could have muted your line. That's okay. Uh, But musicians they use their words to convey like thought and like emotion and feeling. So I think it's gonna be really good because mm-hmm. you know it's not like um she was an actress you know actors and actresses they are they spend their life portraying someone else so you don't really get a true sense of like who they are or, like their life because they they could be faking it you know for the cameras or they could be um you know it's not just not being authentic but with <laughs> but with Musicians, you get their words. And 
Yeah, okay. you get their words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm uh, actually man. really excited for her book. I'm hoping it's like long and lengthy, and I want mm-hmm. all the details. I want all the drama. Um, I guess the meaning of Mariah's life. I kind of was like, she should call it like memoirs of like do like a play on memoirs of a broken angel. Imperfect. It's coming out on the same. Day oh, Imperfect that, Angel. It's coming out on the same day that that CD came out. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. So, but like you know, should, I want to be like memoirs of like something more triumphant. Um, yeah. But I know it, it'll be. I, I'm excited just because I I want yeah. to read it. Yeah, I do want to get the autograph version. I'll, if she does that, she probably will. And I want to get the um the audio book too because. You just want to hear her voice. Yeah, it's, that's not worries. Yeah. <laughs> we, we officially added it to the October um, selection of the Paris's no, Pages Are Burning um, book club. Okay, that was, cool. That was a new, we, it was a new edition. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so we'll be reading that in October because mm-hmm. I think it comes out September 29th. Yeah, the end of um, September. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, that's one of my friend's birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm excited though. That should yeah. be nice. I, I just want to hear all the drama, all the tea. You know, books are still big, so yeah. I mean, I don't think she'll get like too much into the drama and tea because I don't think she'll say much about like Tommy Matola and that whole breakdown. I don't think she'll say much about um You're some of the current stuff, huh? The TRL episode. Oh no, I want that. Oh, <laughs> that's what she like was stripping on TV. She came with the ice cream cart. Yeah, yes, she was handing out ice cream, and you know, it was just—it was a difficult time. It was a difficult moment. Right, right. But, but she yeah. came back. Yes. Well, you know, going from her difficult moment uh, to someone's mm-hmm. present difficult moment, your mm-hmm. boy um, Kanye Kardashian is—I don't know. It's just, it's, it's laughable. It's, it's, he, he no, had a presidential, don't. I don't want to laugh at him. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me, let me just make this clear. Um, I think it was the episode, two episodes ago, we were mm-hmm. talking about him. And we were alluding that it was mental illness. And I did say, I did not want to sit here and armchair diagnose him. And I also just want to offer more clarity to that point. And clearly something going on with him and his mental stability. I am not of any... Um, training or education or background to even diagnose somebody, so I'm not going to do that or perpetuate that. Um, but clearly something is wrong. I think that is known. However, I think when people are like, well, he's mentally ill, it also negates the fact that lots of people deal with mental illness and don't um, perpetuate, you know, white supremacy or racism or misogyny or you know they don't or, or nor are they like slavery deniers or no nor do they say that harriet tubman didn't free the slaves like he is so ridiculous it's embarrassing it's really embarrassing and my thing is what kind of presidential rally is this announcing your candidacy and you didn't even get on the south carolina ballot my dude and then it's just like you got the security best one with this knife in the pocket you're yelling at your alleged supporters um being very, being very confrontational the hair is a mess everything was brought right back to himself he's clearly a narcissist he doesn't know anything about anything but it was just he was having he's performing a, a, a breakdown an emotional psychotic break live on stage and it's hard to watch and my whole thing is, is just like 
as if he were my family, married into family or not, I would want to protect him at all costs right now because he's what he's doing is not good. My thing is at any one announcement of, of their presidency, their mm-hmm. spouse is with them. Where was Kim? In Wyoming or Montana or somewhere. She is caught up in the foolishness. Well, like, where was she? Um, good question. Apparently, she was not at Planned Parenthood, but we'll get into that in a second. So, (laughs) with that, I mean, I think he does have, I mean, in this document, it is known that he suffers from mental illness. I don't know if it's bipolar disorder, manic depression, something, but something ain't right. And Mm -hmm. I think what I asked the other week was, you know, people are going to, put some kind of level of blame on Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner. But is that fair? I don't think so. I mean, I, yeah, that's his wife for now. <laughs> but <laughs> is she, does she control him? No. Like, does, you know, he, they deal with his mental illness on the daily, so we don't know, like, what those conversations are like. But, you know, if he does have a, manic episode or and it's different because he has such a public platform and he has a following people will show up he thinks you know maybe they're showing up in support but i saw so many comments online that people were just like i'm showing up just to record it so Mm -hmm. i can post it and laugh at him and you know yeah it's funny if you're laughing with him or you have some other kind of motive like supporting him like but he's not a comedian like if he's clearly mentally ill and your right. sole purpose is to laugh at him i think that's where the disconnect is and i don't think that's on kim kardashian i don't think that's on chris jenner i think that's on us as society to stop you know perpetuating it because that's what we're doing by those people right. showing up, by those people posting it, by mm-hmm. those people doing all these things. And it's just like, people love watching a train wreck. Yeah, I mean, you can't turn away from it. And mm-hmm. I just think that maybe in Kim and Chris and the Car Jenner family, their support is, you know, by letting him do his thing and hoping that, it, you know, it's just a fate. It'll pass, it'll calm down and he'll come back down once he levels out. And I think that's probably how they deal with him on a regular, because I mean, it's different if it's your cousin and you know, he's in the back room and you know, he hasn't worked in a long time because that's how, you know, black people deal with mental illness. It's like we're gonna keep you locked up and you're not gonna go out here embarrassing me. And right. with, you know, someone who has a private jet or has access to money where he can rent out a Boeing, Boeing 737, and fly across the country and have people show up, I think that's where the difference is. It's just that he has- But there's also uh, things that you can do with that. I think that they can do him how they've done Britney. And no. I know there's this whole free Britney thing right now, but like yeah. we have bigger fish to fry. But Britney has a conservatorship. You know, she has millions of dollars, but she cannot say how she spends it. She needs, she's under 24 hour surveillance. She has doctors, security. There's always someone with her. She does not have access to her money it is kind of sad right because they're just mm-hmm. controlling her that way um instead of actually getting her the help that she actually needs to live her life right. with some agency and with some independence that she's earned mm-hmm. and that yeah. she should have 
But I think that this level of fame and celebrity might do something to people in some ways that is like almost irreparable in some instances. And I think that a conservatorship for Kanye may be what's best right now. But also I think even, but you know what, people are gonna have something to say too, because okay. let the Kardashians put him in the conservatorship and they're gonna be like, oh, we're holding him like a slave. You know, there's always gonna be something that someone's gonna have to say. Right. Um, but I think that at the very least, I would expect that a spouse would even, no matter how ridiculous it is, and people are laughing at him, I'm going to be with my spouse when they're announcing their bid to run for president. And to me, it was all just spectacle, but you can just talk about the things that to me just went too far. Yeah. And was in just such poor taste and was very hurtful. And I'm concerned about the, the, the child and Kim because I think it was just too far. Yeah. So um, at one point during this, um, and I only saw the clip, so I don't know the context of this, but um he's telling this story and he says that you know how when he and his girlfriend um found out that she was pregnant um i guess they were considering terminating the pregnancy mm-hmm. and you know this is he's talking about his oldest child north and oh that was just too much because you know, yeah, at the time, she was still married to um, Chris Humphreys. Um, so maybe that was a consideration. I, I mean, they, Kim and Kanye, I, I, I don't know. And I don't know what the point of bringing this up was. And so he's saying how, you know, one month went by and then two months. And then, you know, they're constantly thinking or talking about ending right. the pregnancy and he's like and at one point she had the pills in her hand i was like um what pills because i thought plan b you got to take that within 72 hours thank you right <laughs> but um yeah so now people are saying that um you know kim is furious about it because not that he told it but that well yeah i guess that he told it but, that's no one's business yeah and your kids are going to hear that one day that was my main concern. Like the psychological damage that you're doing to your that, that you're doing in neglecting your health or being in the care of other people who are neglecting mm-hmm. your mental health is damaging to you. But not only I'm always concerned about celebrity kids because I think that growing up in the limelight and the spotlight like that with such mm-hmm. access to wealth is also kind of damaging. But then on top of that, to have a parent who is not maintaining. Their, their, their mental health say things on camera that is loud laughter and fodder for the, the world and that will exist yeah. for forever that's gonna hurt her for real yeah, yeah. And, and it's not it's one thing to be to do irreparable harm to yourself to yourself but to do it to your child mm-hmm. you really don't do you really even care about her i mean again, he could have made the point without doing that yeah when he said, you know, my mom wanted to abort me, that's where it could have stopped. Yeah. Because she's no longer here. To, you know what I'm saying? But it was just it was a mess. Yeah. But I think that people just need to stop going to his valleys. I think that people just need to stop following him. I think people just need to kind of turn their backs and act like he doesn't exist. Um, and just stop. Like, he's not, it's not, it's, it's a joke. It's not real. 
it's 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 quite sad actually it makes me really sad yeah that's, that's i'll give him the time of day because he's a narcissist and he feeds off that energy so all these people going to his rally and, and you know arguing with him at the rally like i'm like you're arguing with someone who's clearly not all the way there so what does that make you like you're kind of like not a good person either to your point earlier mm-hmm. and it's just like if y'all really cared about this man y'all would just let him leave him be ignore yeah. the shit out of him mm-hmm. and he'll go handle himself yeah because i thought it was dying down because um we first talked about it and then it kind of went away and then he got on the ballot in oklahoma Mm. which um, he, pat- he, he had to pay like $35,000. And um, someone wrote on the thing, something about Donda. Apparently his mom was born in Oklahoma or she's from Oklahoma or something like that. So that's, um, I thought it was just symbolic, but then he turned up in South Carolina of all places. Talking this nonsense. Got you mad. It did. I was hot. I was hot, but I mean, mess. Get you some therapy, Kanye. I hear that. Well, some other person who was administering some therapy, allegedly, um, will be needing some therapy soon. Um, it's so crazy. Maurice just decides to go on his Puerto Rican vacation the week of the entanglement. <laughs> I know. The, the legendary entanglement. <laughs> if you don't know by now, we're going to give you the quick and abridged version. Yeah. Jada Pickett Smith was messing with her son's friend, August Alcina. She said she found him and he was hurt and he was really sick and he needed therapy. So I guess she decided to give some therapy to that dick. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that was like four years ago. And now he told, he said something about it in the interview. So then she decided to bring herself to the red table. Um, this kind of bleeds into my, I said what I said, but we still oh, okay. are going to address it. Okay. However, um, she was being really evasive. And, evasive. and I think that she did herself and her husband a disservice by even addressing it. I'm Will and fucking Jada Smith. August 2, I just wouldn't have addressed it at all. If, if she was oh. going to address it, she should have come to the table like, yep, that's what we did, uh-huh, and this is what we do. We are full-on swingers. Will has his person. I have my person. Like, that's how she could, they, they missed out on the opportunity to really capitalize on that, that moment and mm-hmm. come 150% and bring this whole polyamory or open relationship thing. Like, that was an opportunity, but I get why they didn't do it because that's their personal business. But to mm-hmm. come to the table and be all evasive when, that's not the purpose of the table. It made her look even worse. Using words mm-hmm. like entanglement. Entanglement. In- interaction. Interaction is singular, not ongoing for four years. Yeah. yeah. Like you had you had interactions. Yeah, multiple. Nightly. Like <laughs> don't do that. Cause now you played yeah. yourself, sis. And now she yeah. went and he wrote a whole song called Entanglement. Entanglement. And not a lot. <laughs> It's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it. I was like, first I was like, uh, 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 nah, this don't be good. It's actually pretty good. It got Rick Ross. It got a beat. Like, that thing mm-hmm. is hot. It's mm-hmm. going to be on the top 10. It's going to be on top 10. <laughs> because we live in that mean social media culture yeah. now, that TikTok yeah. culture. Like, yeah. I think this might, like, this song will probably chart. It'll probably be his best song. But it's actually yeah. like jokes aside, 
it's a pretty good song. <laughs> so it's just like, not only like, she just did checkmate on that ass. Yeah, yeah. Because she, you know, like yeah. you said, she tried to play the, oh, well, you know, it was, let me minimize and mitigate any kind of damage that is going to, you know, come from this. And they tried to play him because she was like, yeah, he was not in the best mental state. And yeah, you know, I tried to help him out. And, you know, just trying to like, him and Haw and like, not really say what it was. And I mm-hmm. think... Because she said, she and Will said that that initial statement where she denied it didn't come from her. And I was like, right. well, uh-uh, you need to put some, who's somebody on blast and somebody need to get fired if it right. didn't come who, from you. Because who'd it come from then? Right. And so I think, because anyone's initial knee-jerk reaction is going to be to deny it, right? But then right. she probably got to thinking, oh, shit, he got all my naked pictures. We took some videos a couple times. I don't want this to get out. Let me mm-hmm. acknowledge it. But then let me right. say it wasn't all of that. Right. And then let me drag Will, who looked at bad. Will looked he like bad. he had been crying for days. His yeah. eyes happy. Yeah. It was a but, mess. And then at the same time, he was like, he was, it was good that he was there because they were trying to put on a united front. But then you could tell that. He was happy that it wasn't his tea that got spilled. Oh, yes. Because he definitely <laughs> so, was there. He had them. Yeah. So, but Mm-mm-mm. the song is hot. It was definitely hot. I liked it. Is it on iTunes yet? Not yet. I don't. But yes, child. I, I, I don't have iTunes. I have on oh. Spotify. But I'm sure, I'm sure that it is. I'm absolutely sure that it is. <laughs> but just out. Well, going from that, there's been a whole bunch of announcements of celebrity pregnancies. I'm sure that Jade is thankful that her entanglement didn't um, give birth to a, a child, an offspring, because I don't well, think that's an entanglement she, oh, anymore. Yeah. I mean, but you know. Yeah, I mean, Planned Parenthood. She, she could have a, a geriatric pregnancy. Mm, that's true. But Nicki Minaj is pregnant. She's with a child. Uh, okay. Did you see her pregnancy photos? I saw the first one. She had on the yellow wig. Yeah, it looked real ratchet. And she looked like a bootleg Ronald McDonald, but not Ronald McDonald. <laughs> or the what's the girl? The girl Ronald McDonald. Oh, Rhonda McDonald. <laughs> Rhonda. Her name's not Rhonda. Stop not, okay. <laughs> Stop it. But she looked at the um, mask. Who else is pregnant? Ciara is like a thousand weeks pregnant. You ever had that baby? Girl. No, she posted been pregnant like, for like five years. Yeah, because she posted in January was like the announcement. And she looked like she was four or five months in. Right. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, and Katy Perry's still pregnant too. Like, yeah, she girl. another one that seemed like she'd been pregnant for a minute. Forever. Like, y'all need to go. But so my thing is, I mean, I guess the pregnancy announcements are are good. And, like, people always, you know, are so quick to congratulate the celebrities and congratulate all these people. I'm like, but you don't even know her. Like, why are we giving her congratulations? You had unprotected sex. Congratulations. Girl, it was a bodily function. Like, do I get congratulations every time I fart? Let me stop. I'm not diminishing. Pregnancy is a gift of life to that. I'm just saying. I mean, it is. It is. But, but that's what I mean, the body doing what the body does. Right. 
and it's you know one of the potential outcomes of right. having sure. unprotected sex. It's not right. like and that's not to negate that a lot of people do have pregnancy difficulties. That's what I was gonna say. They do have to try hard. You know, it is it is hard. Yeah. It's not that easy. I wasn't gonna. I mean, I was gonna say like it wasn't. It's not like she's you know in a couple that would have some some difficult. Well, I don't know her body like that. I mean, it is right. a lot of plastic and fake. But it's not like she's a gay couple and they had to get a surrogate and it's like, you know, this right. is, you had to take really measured and, you know, really planned out steps in order to get this baby. You mm-hmm. fucked a bunch of times, you know, you like to have raw sex. If we're giving out medals for people having raw sex, Justin will have a wall full. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, goodbye. Don't do that. Do not. Don't do that. Don't do that. You My nasty bitch. All the two fucking fall. <laughs> all all the games will be out here the gold fucking medalist. But what I'm saying is, is is that you know, to your point, you know, like nobody gotta come inspect her bank account. She ain't gotta put down fifty thousand dollars deposit. She got to have right. a home section. Right. She got to do all that. But all it's still congratulations because it is. I think that being a parent is probably one of the greatest joys and the unique parts of the human experience so congratulations oh. nikki i think it's going to soften her and the, the photos of her oh, that was that. done by um david la chapelle is gorgeous stunning like she's a really pretty woman like she's really really pretty i mean parts of her are very new so they've molded <laughs> them and shaped them down to the plastic uh, surgery oh but, my new favorite show on netflix is called skin decision oh. Yeah, so I saw it. I almost watched it. I'm gonna watch it like this weekend. But oh, good. Yeah, I mean, tense for you, Nikki. But girl, your right. brother's a pedophile and your husband is a sex offender. You better watch out. Oh, don't do that. Don't but do I'm that. I'm just saying. I'm just okay, saying. Okay. You are. You better. What is in that drink tonight? It's this wrong. <laughs> That rum, exactly. See I why you to stay from the rum. Stay My from bad. the rum. It's My dangerous. Bad. It's I dangerous. Know. It is. It well, is. Let's talk to our next segment of the show. It is time for I said what I said. Okay. We're all one tonight. I, I will go. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I would like to thank Marie for sending me this video because I was like up to my eyebrows in work today. Um, but he gave me a nice little relief um, of one of our old friends, Mr. Andrew Gillum. Yes. Um, and I'm gonna tie this in because I did allude to the fact earlier that I'm gonna tie into Jada in the red table. That's mm-hmm. why I was kind of later in the um, categories list. But this is my thing. I get that, you know, there's a difference between a public official which Andrew Gillum aspired well, to be, or yeah. was, and aspired mm-hmm. to be. A public official is someone who holds a public office and has a public duty of like leadership and fiduciary mm-hmm. duties and works with the public, right? Mm-hmm. It used to be respected in America. Not anymore, because mm-hmm. we have that orange thing. Because it's just, there's no respect for the office, or any mm-hmm. office. But, and, but believe that trickles down to any office, because that's the yeah. highest office in the land. But then you also have a, so that's a public official. Then you have public figures like Jada Pinkett. She don't run nothing. She, but she is a public figure because she lives and operates her life in the public eye. She makes her money by putting herself out there. The Kardashians yeah. are public figures. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that when you're in the public eye, when, whether you are a public official or a public figure. To me, I, I hold public officials, officials to a higher standard. So 
you know, months ago, and that whole Andrew Gillum, to give you a recap, he was found butt naked on a motel, dirty carpet floor, by the toilet, with all types of drugs, illicit, illicit drugs, and um, alcohol, weed, meth, K, coke, marijuana, yeah. Tina, um, and, and, a, and a hooker, a gay man, a well a well known gay male hooker from Redman.com. And he said that he just has a drinking problem. So he came out today. He lost a lot well, of weight. Yeah, he did. Uh, he came out today and said that he was in rehab. And he gave us this 11 minute Twitter press conference talking about his father's alcoholism. He grew up in a house of alcoholism and he saw that and it ruined his father's life and how after he lost the, governor, the gubernatorial race, he went into this deep, dark despair and he kind of just beat around the bush. And this is yeah. my thing, to the Jada point, when your shit gets put out, put out on Front Street, I think you just gotta really fucking own it. You gotta dig in deep because then it gives you the ability to control the narrative. Right. It allows you to just, your shit's already out there. People yeah. can see through them smoke and mirrors. They can see through how invasive you're being and that you're beating around the bush. And to me, at least my personal, I don't really respect it. Cause I'm like, all right, now you're trying to pull the wool over my eyes. You don't respect me. I see it for what it is, Andrew. It was no, it was very little alcohol in that room in comparison to all the drugs. <laughs> right. Can you run us can you, can you a toxicology report? It's just now we live in this, um, like, the world is upside down again. It's like this alternate universe where like the president can just lie to us. And now he's like talking about he wears a mask. The president, I'm the most picture got a product person. It's just, people can lie blatantly to your face and expect you to believe it. And to me, that's so disrespectful. Yeah. I would respect Andrew Moore. If he would have just came out and said, you know what? I had a lot of pressure put on me and I was trying to be this perfect man. And, you know, I was suppressing who I was to try to be the, the governor of Florida, but I really just like some dick and some drugs every yeah. once in a while and some recreational facts and some recreational drugs. You know, because I'm sorry, losing the governor's race ain't going to make you, make, going to make the, um, ain't gonna make you want some dick. Right. <laughs> That's just not how that works. And to try to sit like here that, and make us think that makes you look stupid. Same with Jada. To like, people have known, it is known, that Will and Jada are in an open relationship. For you to sit here and pull out a fake uh, statement on Instagram saying that y'all deny it, then come out to the table and take that back and say, well, actually, I was in an entanglement. Like, you look stupid, sis. You look really stupid. Yeah. So really I mean, shit, lean into it. I would have respected Jada. She'd be like, yeah, you know what? Me and Will just open. And that was my dude. Yeah. He made my do no more. And that is what it is. Who got the yeah. same shit about it? Or, you know what? I either lean all the way in or say nothing. Yeah. Say nothing. Yeah. Just do like Jesse, Yeah, just do like Jesse Smollett, go disappear for two wow. years, and then come out during the next pandemic. Like, well, no, Andrew, no. I think he said he was in rehab, but I think he went to conversion therapy because he was using words like suppress. He used suppress who I am like several times in that video. He never admitted to being gay. He did not, which he should have. But suppressed by enough coded language. Right. They had the nerve to have pictures of him and his wife and a child in the background. Yeah. And then he mentioned the wife at the end, like <laughs> 10 minutes and 30 seconds in. And I want to thank my wife, by the way. I am still married to a woman. And it was like, girl, you wasted all of everybody's time with that. We'll never get them 11 minutes back. Yeah, true. 
I'm not, I just don't, mm-mm. like, you, like you're caught out there. You were caught out there. Mm-hmm. Booty butt-ass naked on a motel bathroom floor. Nasty. Nasty. Drugs abound. Naked hookers. And we just, oh, she just has a drinking problem. Okay, nah, girl. girl, that ain't, that ain't how, mm-mm, it don't work like that. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I just, just, just own this shit. Fuck, yeah. like, oh, fuck, I got caught. But mm-hmm. you know what? Own it. Lean into it. Because now you just look yeah. dumb. Because now no one respects you. Because now you're lying to us. And I said what I said. All right. So, my I said what I said for this week is um, a little less intense. But I was watching um, TV today or the other day. And I noticed that there are a lot of back-to-school commercials coming on. Like Target has one, and then like some other retailers have them too. And I'm like, this is tone deaf as <laughs> because right now the national conversation is what are we going to do with these fucking kids come right. August, come September, um, which is not that you know far from now. It's a few weeks because I know in South Carolina we start in August, and up here. Right. I know they they start like after um, Labor after Day. Labor Day, yeah. But that's what six weeks away. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's like, and you know, these school districts are still they're meeting on Zoom meetings to talk about reopening the schools, and it's like, okay, well, if you have to meet on Zoom to talk about reopening the schools, then in, the school not ready to clearly the school don't need to be open. Like you can't meet in person to talk about mm. this shit. And then now it's like, um, are we going to open them? Are we going to open them two days a week, three days a week? If I can stay home three days a week, I damn sure can stay at home five days a week. And what are you going to do in between that? Like, are you going to um, disinfect these schools? Like, what? Like, what is going on with that? Schools can control life. Why y'all think I'm going to control Rona? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, get it together. For real. And it's just like to be having these conversations about get your backpack and get your colored pencils and get your Elmer's glue. Like, that's not the messages that we need to be sending out. And I know that orange person is talking about the school is going to be open. That's his new thing. Because first mm-hmm. it was church. He tried it with churches and he's like, oh, the church need to open. And then now it's trying to say the schools need to open. And he looked at a mess on that um, Chris Wallace interview on Sunday morning. Oh, God, yeah, Chris Hot Wallace, got it all. Yeah, he did. But um, but anyway, schools don't need to be open. And Target, y'all need to take them commercials. Do you think he has Parkinson's? Who? Sorry. Who? Who has Parkinson's? That's 45. They say Trump, because he, he can't drink, he has, he has to drink water like this. <laughs> with two hands. <laughs> and he can't walk down the ramp. Apparently, you can't walk right if it's wet. Now, if it's dry, that's a and, different story. And he can identify the shape of an elephant, elephant. on an Alzheimer's uh, test. And he can also he can also draw a clock that says ten to two. Right. Bye. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah, schools, y'all need to chill out. Target, y'all definitely need to cheer up, chill out. And I said what I said. Yeah. 
Um, All right. So now it's time for our last segment of the show. It's time for tens. <laughs> tens? Tens across the board. <laughs> All right, you go first. So my tens this week is going to, where did my article go? It's going to Mark Quinn. He is a um, artist in the UK and in, um, I forget which, uh, which area it was in. It was in um, Bristol, which is in the, in mm-hmm. the United Kingdom. So there was a, um, you know, everybody's snatching down these statues. So there was a statue of Edward Colston, who was um, like a known slaver um, back mm-hmm. in the day. And so the Black Lives Matter people in Bristol snatched down that statue. And so it was just like this empty, um, they call it a plinth, where you put the statues on top. And so uh, Mark Quinn, he made a statue of uh, one of the protesters. Her name was Jen Reed. And she had on, she had like a, like a nasty natural. And she, you know, was doing the black power fist in the air. And so he kind of took a picture of her and created um, an image. So he put a beret on her. Yeah, <laughs> and like a different outfit, but you know, it was still um, in her the, likeness. Right? Yeah, in her likeness, and so it was made of, uh, I think, resin. It wasn't like a metal statue. Because when I first saw, it, I was like, "Damn, how did they make that that fast?" Right. But <laughs> but it was actually made of like resin or some some kind of composite material, and they put it up, and it only stayed up for like twenty five hours. Mm. But um, the people took it down and they put it in a museum, and they told him we got to come back and pick it up. But <laughs> I'll give him tens for, you know, the feeling behind it. His heart was yeah. in the right place. Yeah. And he got that thing together real fast. And it's actually a really cute statue. So they actually should probably leave it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's, it's weird to me, though, to see, like, I'm so used to seeing statues of, like, mm-hmm. or, like kind of relics of the past or, like, the older on a horse or on a horse, something like that. Because yeah. when I was in Richmond, the uh, Richmond Museum of Fine Arts has the Kimberly Wiley um, statue of, like, mm-hmm a man on a horse in the traditional like you know pose was very like um who's that uh napoleon like but right, like right. the man was dressed in like a hoodie sneaks tims like you know some jeans oh. that had like locks uh-huh. so it's like the juxtaposition is interesting yeah. uh, that's it's cool it's interesting to see like the um well, her name was jen right with the mm-hmm. afro i saw i saw the Jenry. images yeah. Um, but it's like weird to see a statue of someone who just looks like your homegirl at brunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool too. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was cute. But, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, my tend to speak goes to Viola Davis, yeah. um, who was shot by um, a photographer on the cover of Variety. It was the First, the uh, photographer was Dar, the cover for Variety magazine, which is a big um, entertainment magazine. Like, the Hollywood was Vanity Fair. Like, I'm like, you're right. It was Vanity Fair. Thank <laughs> you for good. correcting my tens. Okay. I'm Amos. Yeah, you're right. It was Vanity Fair, but he was the first black photographer. Like, that's crazy to me to yeah. shoot the, the cover of a magazine with Viola Davis and the pictures, like, of her back in, like, this yes. backless blue dress. And she was that this nasty afro. Bro. Yes. And, um, the lighting is really interesting and pretty, but the image is kind of related to that image of a, of a I, we've all seen it in like textbooks and stuff of that like enslaved black man with like all the 
lashes on his back from being whipped. Like the juxtaposition of that. I've seen that a lot. But she's actually, in the article, she's starring, uh, Violet Davis is starring and executive producing a film called The Woman King, um, which is going to be directed by a Black woman as well. Her name is Gina Price Blythewood. And um, she was a director of The Old Guard, Beyond the Lights, and Love and Basketball. And The Woman King is about... um, the kingdom of Dome, which is the African kingdom in the 18th century in Africa, and we're very, very powerful. So it's like going to be like this epic period piece um, in the African Wakanda forever. of Dome, starring by all Viola Davis. Yes, you know, but this is historical. So like, yes. this is not real. This is going to be real. So it's actually going to be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, you know, just all this blackness. And yeah. I do love Viola Davis. And she pay got that. Her, pay her what you were, what she's worth. Yes, she got that person all the way together. She was like, yeah. I got the Oscar, I got the Tony, I got the Emmy. And mm, the person said, On Broadway, on Broadway, television, yeah. movies. People say, I'm the black Meryl Streep. Well, pay me what you would pay Meryl Streep. Thank you. Thank mm. you. That's my auntie. I love her. That is my auntie. So I love her. She's so good. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for another week here. Category is uh, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And also be sure to vote for us for the People's Choice Podcast Awards. We will put the link down in the show notes. Um, yeah, so just nominate us. We're nominated again in the best LGBT category. So we appreciate your vote. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you. And be safe this week and take care of yourselves. Peace and don't and vote for Kanye. <laughs> we'll see yes, you next week. Yes, don't vote for Kanye. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com. <laughs>